If you are excited, jump on your feet and scream. To the glory of God, I am here because I am sent. I'm sent by the prophet, by the apostle about this commission. Saying to you, the Lord is mindful of you. Whatever bows to that grace, we bow in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever answers to that unction, we answer to your death in the name of Jesus. And it's an idea of exemption. I'd like you to key your heart into the ultimate. Acts chapter 28 verse 6. Following what the pastor just said, Paul and his team escaped. You shall escape. That amen is like two years ago. The ultimate of this escape, read that scripture, one to go. How it? They looked. That should be swollen and falling down suddenly. But they that looked a great while and they saw no harm come to him. They changed their minds and said, I prophesy. By this exemption, all that are waiting for your death, one by one, God shall bury them alive. They are waiting for your mockery, waiting for your shame. Waiting to announce in town the manager scattered. Went to announce in town he lost his job. Went to announce in town that the sickness will not be healed. He said, When they waited to see and they saw no harm, they changed their minds. I prophesy. Seven days encounter from today. All you accusers, they shall change their minds. All you attackers, they shall change their minds. All that are waiting for your downfall, they shall change their minds. I have said, ye are gods. Is it not written in your scripture? Ye are gods. All of you children of the most high. If you don't know, you die like men. When I speak today, after today's exemption, the loudest amen the supernatural will answer by every life. Father, do what you alone can do. The loudest amen we vow to give God all the glory. Jump on your feet and scream. Put your big, big hands together for the Lord and please be seated. It is my year breaking limits. Congratulations. I just told the state pastor, the resident pastor, I said, well, my people have become online worshippers today from away. They are watching D-Line service. Because they look for their father, they did not see their father. They had that he's going to D-Line. So they became online worshippers. For what God is doing here through this great man of God and his wife and the team, let's celebrate God with a big, big clap of it. Whatever answers for the prophet, answers in his hands. And we answer in our lives. Amen. I'm not hearing you, amen. amen. We're well, under an arena of not just the son of the prophet, but the son of the prophet with proofs. Amen. That flow of divine virtue will never cease in the name of Jesus. Amen. Make your amen loudest. You are the next in life for a testimony. Amen. 
Once again, thank you for the wonderful honor, reception from your wonderful team. Your leaders here are so wonderful. Let's celebrate them. I had a time with them yesterday, and they kept on and kept I had to escape myself so that because the, the questions just kept coming. So I told Pastor, I said, I had to ask them, rise to your feet before I answer this last one. Because I answer one, another one may come. I answer one, another one may come. Let's celebrate all our leaders here with a big clap of You are on top today. They will never find you at the back anymore. In Jesus' mighty name. Well, by privilege, once again, representing my father, your father, on this special assignment, I'll take a word simply titled, Understanding How Praise Facilitates Fulfillment of Prophecy. And I'm taking part 4D of that message. Understanding how praise facilitates the of prophecies, part 4D. And I said, understanding is what makes you outstanding. Proverbs 13, 15, good understanding procures favor. So we all need to open up to understanding. So we can dominate by reason of insight. David said, Psalm 119, verse 97 to 100, the strength of understanding. He said, listen, down through thy commandments have made me wiser than my enemies. They are ever with me. The enemies are multiplying. He said, but I'm better than them. Why? I have more understanding than all my teachers. Their testimonies are my meditations. So it makes me dominate like them, succeed like them. I have more understanding than the ancients. I keep their precepts. Line upon line, understanding shall come to you today. Amen. All your enemies shall go into their hiding places. Amen. I'm not hearing your loudest amen. amen. With the prophetic, you can never be stranded. With the prophetic, you can never be limited. Psalm 78, 40, 41, 42 said, They limited the Almighty. They forgot what he did. They limited the God of Israel. But if you can get enlightened, get illuminated, get reminded of the acts of God by prophecy, you will never be limited again. Limitation in your life ends today. Because prophecies are the unveiling of God's plan and purpose for our lives as a people. Prophecies. They are not psychological truths. They are not philosophical. They are not theological. But they are the unveiling of God's plan and purpose for our lives as a people, a nation, as individuals. Deuteronomy 18, 21 and 22. It says, if thou say in thy heart, how shall we know the word of the Lord which he has spoken? When a prophet speaketh in the name of the Lord, if the thing follow not, nor come to pass, he has not spoken as unto God. In fact, he has spoken presumptuously, don't believe him. Prophecies are the unveiling of the next agenda of God for our lives. Shiloh 2020. Shiloh 2020. Shiloh 2020. Turn around the encounter. You and I did not know that one. The prophet showed it to us. 
The apostle showed it to us. That's God's next agenda for our lives. Under this unction, you will never be stranded. Because it's the source that determines the strength. The source determines the size. The source determines the texture. Why should I accept this prophecy? Why should I respond to this prophecy? Check the source. There are two sure sources of real prophecy. One, the word of the Lord. Once a scriptural prophecy can never be contested. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the Lord will not stand sure. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12, the word of God is alive, full of power. It can pierce and divide asunder the soul and the spirit, the bone and the marrow. It can pierce into every matter and sort it out for a miracle. Scriptural prophecies, 2 Peter chapter 1, 19, 20 and 21. 20 says, no prophecy of scripture has a private interpretation. You can build your life on it. Build your family on it. So God's word is prophetic in nature. Thereby unveiling God's eternal purpose per time. God's word is prophetic in nature. Thereby unveiling God's eternal purpose per time. It was sometime a number of years ago, 2015, 2012, 2015, that he unveiled overwhelmingly Matthew 6.33. That when you make God your priority for living, you are stepping into your realm of no limits in life. Make that amen louder. Amen. That this next seven days, if you tie your life to Matthew 6.33, you are stepping into your world of no more limits. Amen. Your family will step into your world of no more limits. That means kingdom advancement. Once it becomes your priority for living, you get anointed as a limit breaker in life. That word came. And we have all been running after Matthew 6.33. See the long line of testimonies today. Next Sunday, you are going to come on the line. Amen. The loudest amen Wednesday, night of Germany, you are going to come on the line. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The second sure way of source, of prophecy, is through the prophet sent away like this. Prophet sent away like this. It came to a point. The king of Judah said, I know not what to do. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 12. Three kings were on the attack. Neither know I what to do. 12, 13, 14. He came to a point and said, Lord, will you not judge them? Will you not deal with my attackers? And the prophet began to prophesy, appoint singers. And when singers were appointed, verse 20, he said, believe the Lord your God. You shall be established. Believe his prophets. You shall prosper. And they responded to that prophetic declaration and they began to sing. By verse 22, 23, 24, as they were singing, God planted ambushments in the camp of the enemy. They killed themselves one by one. And when they went next to check, they were dead bodies. I'm announcing to every family here. Enter Balanaskuda. Whatever battle is against your life today, by your next check, you find them dead boys in the name of Jesus Christ. On that matter that looks like it matters to your life, and there's a contention over it, I say by your next check, all your attackers will have disappeared one by one. 
If you know that's for you in the next seven days, make your amen the loudest one. Just believe the prophets. Matthew 23, 37 to 39. Matthew 23, 37 to 39. You see, because the personality you don't value can never add value to your life. The personality you don't value can never add value to your life. They are sent your way where you know God speaks to our destiny in the now and God's prophet to our destiny. God's prophet speaks to our moments. I'll take it again. God by his word speaks into our destiny and God's prophet speaks into our moments. So when the prophets are manifested, receive the prophets prophecy, receive the person of the prophets. In that Matthew 23, it's an interesting presentation there from verse 37. It says, oh Jerusalem, 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 you stone the prophets. You despise the prophets. That's why things are so slow for you. See, but I say to you, until when you say, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord, you say your house shall remain desolate. What you despise, you can never benefit from it. But I see from today, like never before, between now and Shiloh, every prophetic trumpet sounding from this altar, the loudest amen will profit your life with speak. The last one you missed shall be restored to you. The last one you missed shall be restored to you. Somebody under the sound of my voice, I say within the next seven days, you shall recover all. I'm not here, you're amen, oh. In Joshua 21, verse 45, Joshua 21, verse 45, it says, just get responsible. Get on the aggressive. Prophecy shall not fail in your direction. Amen. Tell yourself, this year, prophecy shall not fail in my direction. Make it louder. Prophecy shall not fail in my direction. Scream it against every devil. Prophecy shall not fail in my direction. Joshua 21, 45, it says, There faileth not. Ought any good thing with the Lord that has spoken by to the house of Israel, all came to pass. Lift your two hands and prophesy, Lord, all shall come to pass. The one for my children shall come to pass. The one for my health shall come to pass. The one for my assignment shall come to pass. Lift your voice and prophesy. The prophetic must answer for me. A closed mouth is a closed destiny. I'm a son of the prophet with proofs. I'm not a stranger in this family. I have an inheritance here. I have an inheritance here. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Your own shall be the largest of the harvest. What are prophecies? Quickly. Two quick things. Prophecies carry inbuilt capacity for fulfillment. Prophecy carry inbuilt capacity for fulfillment. You pick up your phone, pick up your iPad, keep up your, your, your computer. You want to, to determine which one you buy, you ask the capacity. You ask various factors. What's the capacity? What's the memory? What's that? Inbuilt capacity talks about the actual potential of that facility. The actual potential of that prophecy. What does it carry for me? Because, brother, no matter what is shouted, if you don't know what you carry, you may miscarry. You don't know the capacity of what you carry, you may throw it away. 
But I'm here to announce to you everything coming from this altar has inbuilt capacity to rescue your destiny. A loud amen in 24 hours. You will laugh. God shall fill your mouth with laughter. You will laugh, oh. Your family will laugh, oh. Your destiny, there shall be celebration, no. Oh. I'm not hearing your amen, no. Oh. It shall fill your mouth with laughter. Because that word shall not return void. Isaiah 55, verse 10 to 11. It shall accomplish, it shall perform that for which it has been sent. The word shall not return void. So it has capacity. Luke chapter 1, 34 to 35. Mary, you are going to carry the Messiah. 34, he said, I know no man. He said, but don't worry. The word is coming. He has capacity to pregnate you. Yes or no? He has pregnating capacity to plant miracle baby there. And she received that word. Blessed is he that believe there shall be a performance. She carried the Messiah. Luke 1, 45. I declare to somebody under the sound of my voice, what has defined solution in your life? A miracle is planted there now. Amen. I'm not here, your ladders, amen. Oh. amen. I served in Uma here for two and a half years, some years ago, and in one of the sessions like this, I said, like the word, I said, you, no matter how long you are waiting for a baby, God, by his spirit, will plant a baby there. Nine months time, she gave birth. Everyone that I'm speaking under the sound of your voice, you are, the doctors have shaken their head like this on that matter. But I declare God shall plant a miracle there. Yeah. While healing school. And somebody said his wife had been rejected in three hospitals. Breast cancer. They took out the first breast, took out the second one. And it was, the, the third place, the doctor was shaking his head and said, no. My grandmother died with this thing. My auntie died with this thing. There's nothing that can happen. He said, no, I'm connected to the healing school. And he stayed on. He said, I listened to all the messages. I will play them for her. He said, by the third rejection, I told myself, the Lord, by what I'm hearing, this woman walked herself into this place. And they said, this surgery will solve this matter. I can't go back with a dead body. She must walk back out. Brethren, she's back home today. I stand under unction. They shook their head on your matter and said, there's no way. But I said, God has the final say. I said, God has the final say. Maximum the next seven days we are celebrating on that matter. The loudest amen God shall disappoint your markers. Receive it in the name of Jesus. I'm not hearing your amen. Oh. A man said, I have not worked for four years. I've not worn shoes for four years. But I came for this healing service. Because I was a banker for 36 years. So I cannot walk anymore with my shoes. See, but I kept hearing. Said today I'm wearing shoes. I'm on that, on that same function. I declare whatever all these years has made you broken back, broken neck, broken leg. Somebody said 30 years of pain ended today. I declare that mockery ends now. Amen. I said that satanic attack ends now. Amen. Be delivered in the name of Jesus. Amen. Two, prophecy. When God speaks, he speaks not by his own capacity, not by our weakness. By his own capacity, not by our weakness. So it has nothing to do with your certificate. Has nothing to do with your own weakness. There's poverty, there's famine. Second Kings 7, 
1 to 2, 19 to 20. There's famine. There's no money in town anymore. But by this time tomorrow. I said by this time tomorrow, check the time. By this time tomorrow, the kind of financial miracle you have never seen. Your family has never seen. Your generation has never touched. Stretch your hands here. I stand under this apostolic unction. The unction that built Canaan land. The unction that built Covenant University. In 10 months, Canaan straight tabernacle in one year. The kind of financial miracle you have never handled. Before Shiloh, you shall handle it. Before Shiloh, you shall handle it. Receive it in the name of Jesus. The loudest amen it shall happen in 24 hours for you. All you need to know is that no prophetic word sees the light of the day without engaging the weapon of praise and thanksgiving. No prophetic word sees the light of the day without you celebrating in advance, engaging praise and thanksgiving. Joel chapter 1, verse 11 and 12. You know God said it, they start dancing. God said it, you want it, they start celebrating. Joel chapter 1, verse 11 and 12. He said the vine is dried up. 11. He said, you husband men, you wine dressers for the wheat and barley. He said the harvest of the field is perished. You know why? Verse 12. Want to go read with me? The vine is dried up. The fig tree languishes. The pomegranate and the palm tree. The apple tree. All the trees of the field are withered. You know why? Joy. It's only with joy that you can draw water out of the wells of salvation. Isaiah chapter 12, verse 3. If the devil can't steal your joy, he can't steal your miracle. He touched your neighbor for me, tell him if there is melody in your heart, there can never be tragedy in your life. Are you in church? Tell somebody for me if there's melody in your heart, there can never be tragedy in your life. Tell him again if the devil can't see your joy, he can never see your miracle. Tell him, Rejoice, my friend, rejoice, my friend, rejoice, my friend, rejoice, my friend. So you are going to dance and scatter your leg today. Olympic dancing. Tell your neighbor, are you hearing something? Put your hands together for the Lord. Exemption is reserved for those that truly serve the Lord. Exemption is reserved for those that truly serve the Lord. It's not just for everybody. That's why some people are just enter into scattered bullets or stray bullets. But for those that serve the law, Malachi 3, 17 to 18, he said, In the day when I make my jewels, I will separate my own. I shall return and discern between the righteous and the wicked, and they that serve God are they that serve him not. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 1 and 2, he said, Fear not, I have redeemed thee, thou art mine. When thou passest through the water, I shall be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burnt. Neither shall the flame rebuke thee. I'm not hearing an amen from somebody else. Ah, verse 3. He said, For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel. I gave Egypt for your ransom. 
Ethiopia and Sibia, I gave them for you. That means God will give men for your life. Read verse 4 very loud. One to go. Since thou was precious in my sight, and I love thee, therefore I will give men for thee. The loudest amen, your heaviest attackers. One by one, this week God shall deal with them. And ask your neighbor, God loves me, or I am precious to God. Exemption had answered for Israel year after year until they were completely free from captivity. But take this down quickly. Why do we need exemption? Why do we need exemption? One, so provide a sure place of security for God's people. Many are dangerous everywhere. But God said, I will provide a place of security for my people. Matthew 24. Five the way, all the way, five to 13. There will be wars, rumors of wars. But I provide a place of exemption for my people. Number two, why do we need exemption? It's to provide the end of the wickedness of the wicked in our lives. The end of the wickedness of the wicked in our lives. The devil is going to, he's been doing more wickedly. But to make a fool of him, God shall exempt you. Daniel chapter 12 verse 1. Daniel chapter 12 verse 1, he said, Many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly. And none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall be separated. A lot of men shall be separated. Why do we need, need exemption? Why do we need exemption? Number three, it's a proof of God's faithfulness in our lives. God is faithful. We are serving a big, 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 big God. He exempted Egypt from all through those years. And a lot of men shall exempt you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Exemption from what? Number one, exemption from the swarms of flies. The swarm of flies. That indicates decadence, dench, smelling. I served in Syria alone. The lady testified. She said she would go around the city and everybody said she was smelling. She came to this church and God cast out that devils. First, change her name, change her color, change her status. Bible tells us in Exodus chapter 8, verse 20 to 24, they called her name was Abasha. That was her name. We told her at that time, I said, that name is the one that is following you. But verse 22 says, I will serve her in that day the land of Goshen, which my people dwell, that no swarm of beasts shall be there. I prophesy, no swarm of beasts shall be in your family. Amen. Verse 23, I will put a division between my people. I declare there's that division between you, your, between you now. Amen. Whatever is making you smell, making your family smell, by word and a proverb, a loud amen, it ends today. Number two, death of cattle, collapse of businesses, collapse of careers. You must get anyone wanting a job now. There was a man that testified here. He said he didn't have jam. He didn't have, he was not a graduate. He didn't have NYSC certificates where he became a manager. How many had that testimony? That means get ready. These seven days, God shall bypass protocol. They say you are not qualified. But I'm speaking by the covenant of exemption. 
As you appear, they shall say you are the one they are looking for. Somebody was dancing and dancing and dancing and dancing in church. And before you know something, somebody tapped him by the side. He said, I'm looking for HR manager. Are you interested? Eh? Is there anyone that wants that kind of miracle here today? Dancing and dancing. And God's servant said, by this time tomorrow, you'll get a job. The man sat down and was dancing and dancing. And somebody tapped me said, you want to be an accountant? Are you an accountant? If give me sat inside his pocket and say, report tomorrow, I need an accountant. I prophesy in the midst of today's dancing. The kind of miracle jobs you have never imagined. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Exodus chapter 9, 1 to 7. People are losing their jobs. The cattle of Egypt was dying. But not one died in Israel. Verse 6. Nobody will lose your job. If I, you have two jobs. If I, you shall have promotion. If I, you shall have enlargement. Number 3. Gross darkness. That connotes lack of direction. Stagnation, frustration. Lack of direction. Frustration and stagnation. There was darkness. So they were, they were shut down. In Exodus chapter 10, 21 to 23, there was darkness everywhere. Thick darkness. They could not see themselves. By verse 23, he said, Israel had light in their dwellings. All of them may be complaining. There is no way. There is nothing, nothing, nothing. But hear me and hear me well. This week, Psalm 16 verse 11, it will show you the path of life. Yeah. That in the presence of God today, there shall be fullness of joy. Yeah. And finally, the God, the last one, is the plague of sudden death. The plague of sudden death. Premature death. They killed all the firstborn of Egypt. Men and beasts. Exodus chapter 12, 29 to 31. But looking at the whole of Israel, not one loss. I stand in the name of Jesus and declare, no minus in your family this year. They won't bury you this year. They won't bury your father this year. They won't bury your parents this year. No one shall use your hand to bury your children this year. Everyone that is sound of my voice, we are learning in Shiloh 2020 together. We shall cross to the year 2021 together. If you believe it, make your amen a screaming one. As I round up, how do you engage the covenant of exemption? One, have a, an exemption mentality. Philemon chapter 1 verse 12. Think exemption. I cannot be part of them. It says, my Philemon near revelation, it says, without your mind, I can do nothing. Philemon, without your mind, think well and you live well. Think right and you live right. You can't be thinking down. I wonder why you are not going up. All you are dreaming, all you are thinking is coughing. No. Your enemy shall enter that coffin. Make that amen loudest if you are there. Number two, remain dedicated to kingdom advanced endeavors. Philemon 112. Sorry, Philemon 114. Forgive me. Philemon 114. Yeah, that's it. Let's read. One to go. But without your mind, I can't do nothing. I can do nothing. In Jesus' name, your mind is being ventilated today. Okay. Number two, remain dedicated to kingdom advanced endeavors. Remain sold out to the Lord. This week, take your leave and get addicted to advancing God's kingdom. Somebody in Abuja, 
Last Sunday like this, he went to a community and worked on them. Brought 400 people to church on Sunday. A businessman. Somebody sat down with the Lord and said, Lord, how many do I bring? Well, how, how much will you pay me for the souls I'm bringing? He agreed with God, one soul, one million naira. Settle down and engage this kingdom advanced endeavor. Engage this kingdom, this kingdom opportunity. Mark 16. Mark 16, 15 to 20. Go here out into the world. Preach to everyone. Get them to believe. And he says, this sign shall follow them that believe. In my name you shall cast out devils. Say amen. Verse 19 says, so then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received into heaven. And they went forth and preached everywhere. And the Lord was working with them. Confirming his word with signs following. This week, signs and wonders we answer for you and me. I'm not hearing your amen. I'm not hearing your ladder amen. amen. Sunday morning raid was my greatest excitement last Sunday. I got my team. I said, we have souls that are coming. No problem. But let's raid on Sunday morning. So we put out the vehicle and went out. First service, they brought in 12 people. Second service, they brought in 35 people. By first service, I had become 45. The man said, the young man was saying, he's getting very excited. I said, that's it. So I missed that one today because I came to Port Harcourt. What am I trying to say? There's joy for every one soul that comes to heaven. That gets, they're saved on the earth. There's joy in heaven. Get addicted to bringing them in. Luke 14, 21, 23. Compare them to come. Hunt for souls. Compare them. This one, this week is not just by invitation, it's by capturing. Hello? By hunting for souls. Anywhere you find souls, bring them on Sunday. Jump on your feet and scream. <laughs> Lift your two hands and take this from the Lord. Father, I must not fail. Lord, I take this from you. Lift your voice. I take this from you to go hunting. I take this from you to go searching. And as I do, let exemption answer for me. Lift your voice and pray. Let exemption answer for me. Pray from your heart. I go searching. I go hunting. Let exemption answer for me. Thank you and thank you and thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Whenever you under the sound of my voice, if you are not saved, you are not saved. The adversity, the devil is looking for whom to devour. He shall not catch you. Wherever you are, you want to genuinely ask God for help. Lift up your right hand, saying to Jesus, I surrender. That if you are not born again, they will attack you again. If you are not born again, you suffer again. But as long as you come to Jesus, the name of Jesus is a strong tower, the righteous run it and they are saved. Wherever you are, lift your right hand. I want to pray for you. God bless you. Lift it very high. God bless you. If you are born again, you lost it, you can recover it now. All those are lifted up. Come out here, I want to pray for you. Just come. Clap for them as they're coming. The way you clap for them, that's how they will clap for you this year. Keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. Church, please be seated. Put your right hand on your heart and say, Lord Jesus, I give you my heart. Forgive me my sins. Blood of Jesus, deliver me. Change my name. Change my story. I'll serve you forever. From now, I decide and I declare 
Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord. I am born again in Jesus' mighty name. Put your right hand on your forehead. I declare, Father, let the miracle of salvation answer for everyone. That whatever was the last trouble you saw, it shall be the last one forever. I call you blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Open your eyes. They will not say sorry to you again. It shall be congratulations. Blessing will answer for you. The pastors are waiting. Follow their instruction. You will never see destruction in your life again. Turn this way and follow them. Are you clapping? Isaiah 38 verse 6. Ezekiah came back from the grave. 15 more years. He said, verse 38 verse 20, sorry. Isaiah 38 verse 20. He said, now that I know that the Lord is ready to save me, what shall I do? I will spin and dance. I will scatter the ground. And story will change. Is there anybody like that? Spin and give God the loudest shout. Well, I'm sure the best choir in River State is ready today. As they are erupting in song, they are exploding in dancing. And you shall hear good news. In the midst of that dancing, there shall be miracles happening. As you are dancing, that devil shall disappear. That sickness shall disappear. That disease shall disappear. Something brand new shall be planted as a blessing upon your life. And once you see a miracle, jump out here. We'll rejoice with you. Now let's go. Thank you, Jehovah, thank you. Everybody saying thank you. Jesus, thank you. We thank you, Lord. We are saying to you, Lord.
that is part one of that dancing in this part two the next two three minutes more miracles are taking place diverse deliverances are taking place your long awaited testimony are dropping right now from the prophetic world you have received that message every miracle every word you have received as you dance right now i said that miracle is taking place for you now well as you check as you are dancing check yourself something has happened we are harvesting instant testimonies right now two three minutes check yourself you jump out right now carry your bus carry your bible and come out right now as you are dancing come and share your testimony come on i will pray